everyone. Welcome to Slacks. We are three London-based lesbians that talk about things that we want to talk about and you want to hear about. I'm Darina. I'm Mathilde. And I'm Mallory. And I am absolutely delighted to introduce today's special guest. We have the London-based fashion blogger and influencer, Miss Danny Vanier. Welcome, Danny. Welcome, Danny. Thank you. How are you doing, Danny? I'm all good. Yeah. Good, good, I'm good. Happy to be in, out of the wet, and with a glass of wine. <laughs> we do have some delicious sulfate-free wine yes. tonight. And organic. It's Don't organic. Fancy. <laughs> do you want to tell us about the wine, Mal? Because you gave such a beautiful description. I don't actually it. know much about the wine. I usually walk into a shop and I just say, can you give me something sulfate-free that won't give me a headache? And they're like, here you go. Or a face ache. Or think. a face ache. It's true. Don't sinus headaches. Ache, but... There's sinus headaches. You know when you get those oh, headaches that are like glasses. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And and yeah. So Headache that's what like it is. Glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, thank you for the wine, Mel, and thank you, Danny, for joining us. And I know while we were um, just standing out in the rain because the Uber dropped you <laughs> off in the wrong place outside the studio. Sorry about that again. That's all right. We were trying to remember the last time we met, and the last time we met was actually the first time we met. Yeah. Years ago. Years and years ago. I met you through my best friend, Katie, mm-hmm. and you guys used to work together in H&M in Stockholm, right? Yes. What a joyous time that was. <laughs> <laughs> was it actually? <laughs> I heard uh, next report. Yeah, it was It was good for, I guess, like leaving university, getting a first job, meeting new people. But I can't say I settled into Swedish life as well as Katie did, maybe. She really threw herself into it. But I did... I did take really good things away from it. But yeah, so I met her there and it was a nice friendship. How long were you there for? Um, like a year and three quarters. Wow. And the summer was amazing because it's like so hot and sunny mm. and the hours, are, you know, it stays sunny until like 11 o'clock at night. But summer, no, winter, sorry, grim. Just so cold. Everybody Dark. like goes in on themselves. Mm. I really missed like London. I missed my boyfriend at the time. Um, um, <laughs> and, we're going to get there. <laughs> and just, yeah, I missed sort of London life. So I was I was thrilled to come back, actually. And you think about like Sweden in the winter. Mm-hmm. I think about yeah. like magical snow. <laughs> Who gets? How do you say? Who gets? Yeah. 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 yeah, aspects of it. I was very lucky to live with Katie and she made the house as Katie does, like so warm and inviting and was always baking and stuff. But really trudging home from work, like seven at night in knee-high snow. It's not yeah. for me. Oh, yeah. It's not for me. But Katie yeah. is probably a wonderful person to come home to because like, she's such truly. a bundle of joy. Yeah, like yeah. I bake these bagels. Yeah, yeah. They're horrid, but I'm still baked. <laughs> she yeah. still does that. Totally, totally. Are they still rock hard? Yeah. She's never made me the bagels, actually. Oh. She used to talk about the Send bagels us the recipe. she used to make, but she never actually did. Um, but. Isn't, isn't it true that, like, in Sweden, there's 24 hours of darkness in the winter? I mean, pretty much. Like, yeah. you'd go to work in the in the dark. It's so depressing. in the dark dark um yeah gloomy yeah gloomy and awful but Mm -hmm. as gloomy and awful as sweden was Mm -hmm. it gave you a good probably not a start in the fashion industry but a good continuation in the fashion industry and what what have you been up to since you got back from sweden um i then worked for another company back home in london that was a shit show um i swear (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) that was a shit show um (laughs) i was really eager to leave there and then i sort of went into the world of support working for a while and thought that that's what I wanted to do, but then got really quite poorly with, I have a condition called fibromyalgia, so I'm basically like always in pain. And I I sort of had to give up life in London, move home to Devon. And when I was home in Devon, that's when I realised I need to do something that isn't like a nine to five because 
I can't, I'm too poorly all the mm. time. Right. So that's when I started blogging. Like my mum would take my photos for me on Instagram and it just kind of went from there. Yeah. Amazing. And from there, you have worked with M&S, you've worked with Nike, you've yeah. worked with Monkey. It's I mad. mean, it's been a good ride. Yeah. I don't know how, like if I think about the things I've done and what I get to do like on a weekly basis when I first started with like mum just taking my outfit of the day pictures. Um, it. It's, it is mad and how the industry has progressed and... The opportunities we get now and yeah yeah it's really good yeah amazing and i since um katie introduced us way back in the day mm -hmm. have followed you on twitter i've followed you on instagram etc etc and it, it has been amazing to watch your journey yeah. over the years and and we kind of got back in touch <laughs> a little bit um earlier this year mm -hmm. when i was very always very invested in your tweets and your instagrams yeah but got particularly inv invested <laughs> in your tweets and your instagrams where a certain um, mm -hmm. couple of things started to come up. You yeah. started to talk a little bit more about your sexuality. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, I'm not, um, what's the word, like shy or, um, if, yeah, if you ask me anything, I'll tell you anything. But I just for a long while have, I've always known that I liked women, but apart from when I was younger and I, Fannied around. I didn't really do anything. And then I just got with sort of dickhead man after dickhead man. And I didn't really, I guess it's all coming together now why none of it worked and I didn't enjoy it. And I kind of just, I think I took offerings from anyone who sort of showed me love, which is just so wrong because I'm such a confident person. I don't know why in that field I've always just like, taken morsels of mm. you know whatever and then so I actually had a conversation with my housemate at the beginning of um 2019 um he's called James and I get on with him so well we, I was just talking and I was like I think I actually need to do something about like dating women seeing what's out there seeing what I like so it sort of started from there really and then yeah I started dating um from Bumble like last summer yeah and how is your, because we've wow. talked. That's like listening to my story. Yeah. <laughs> it's back to right. me. Yeah. There are elements that I want to go back yeah. to that I'm curious about. Go so you, you mentioned that when you were dating men, you felt yeah. that like, it almost feels like you were almost, or you felt like you were settling. Is that yeah, right? Definitely. It wasn't like I've tried to um, hide that aspect of me. Um, my friends, I guess, would say that they always knew that I was like bi or whatever. I, I don't know what I... Um, would be labelled as now, do you know yeah, what I mean? But yeah. um, I just didn't really do anything about it. I just, it's not that, yeah, I don't know, laziness, I don't know. I just, I, I fancy It's easier guys, not to. Yeah. It's easy, yeah. I think, I don't know, personally for me, it was just kind of, like like you said, like kind of, I like the attention and, mm. and it, it's kind of easier to find male attention. And Yeah, it just... Yeah, maybe. Mm. I didn't. I didn't know... I guess how to go about it or like mm. I yeah I just sort of sat on it for years and then I was like last year I had a bit of a come on I need to sort a few aspects of my personal life out yeah. and just thought this is one of them and I don't know yeah it's been I was just saying to my James again when I before I left now I feel like so me I feel like I've always felt confident and out there but now I just feel like totally yeah me, so. do, do you feel like when you were dating men it's like you didn't necessarily recognize there was something missing absolutely yeah and like 
I mean, to talk about porn, I never looked or watched straight porn. Yeah. Like, I never, that never, like, did anything for yeah. me. Like, yeah. all these little mm. things that oh, I, I always this. had, like, girl crushes. Yeah. Actually, I just, like, probably wanted to bang them, really. It's not a crush. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I... Yeah, I don't. I couldn't put my like finger on what yeah. it was because I would like get off with it. Sure, with guys, yeah, but yeah. it just obviously, yeah. Now it's, a whole new world has been yeah opened and yeah. I think that's amazing. It's very much a human thing. I think we touched on our coming out stories in our first season. I think one of the first three episodes yeah. we it's like mm. how we knew and and when we knew, and I think that like it's a really easy thing to mistake. Um, being sexual with a man and and having that be just like something that is society says this is what you do yeah. versus this is what you do with and I actually really enjoy it yeah do you know what I mean yeah. and and what are the alternatives um, so yeah I I think I think it's amazing that you have yeah. discovered yeah, and so and good. realized yeah that's that's amazing there's also something I think about as a woman sort of being in your thirties or kind of going in that path of discovering yourself mm-hmm. and getting to know yourself a lot better. That maybe when you, at least that was the case for me, like when I sort of got started on trying to like get to grips with certain personal things myself, mm-hmm. the sexuality thing was never my focus, but it kind of just came out yeah. without really like wanting to. But like the, the more, it's almost like if you tidy certain things up, it kind of frees up some gaps through which yeah. your sexuality or your true self, or your true sexuality yeah. comes out. And then you're like, oh, this is like an unexpected mm-hmm. gift that I was not expecting. Yeah. It's like if I can... Um, related to fashion like mm. recently like last year as well I literally blitzed my entire wardrobe and now I have like five pieces of clothing just on rotation but I actually have to be more creative because I've had to like find hidden gems yeah. in the wardrobe that now I like love because I've forgotten about and I've got to like think more creatively about putting those together and it's just like I found like yeah some little hidden gems I love that and, and in your coming out like mm-hmm. have you um has has there been any obstacles for you or has it been fairly easy um because i find it particularly interesting to mm-hmm. your point mal because you have you know kind of had a quite a public coming out process yeah. which i think is amazing you've, yeah. you've tweeted about your experiences you've tweeted about dating which i also have so many questions on yeah but <laughs> that's how... an in- that- I could write a Netflix. Yeah. Um, Let's do it together. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. I could put some gems in there too. Yeah. We could, we could collab on that for sure. But how have you found, um, you know, to lead on from your question, Mark, yeah. how have your followers responded to you in that journey and, and yeah. to you saying, actually, this is me now, which might have been different to Danny a couple of years ago? Mm-hmm. So I'd say it's like 80, no higher, maybe like 90% positive, which has been amazing. What's been really nice is the amount of feedback I've got from people. They're just happy to see me, like, so happy. So that's mm. lovely. So I love that aspect of it. And then I've had quite a few um, women contact me and say that I've helped to, like, inspire them to, like, talk to someone in their family about it or come out themselves. Or maybe I just thought I had girl crushes, but actually, I, you know, I am queer. So um, that's also really amazing because I, you just, I don't know, with all things like this, I just just been doing it just to sort of do it I haven't been thinking about well oh my god I'm going to be so influential now that I'm like queer and it's going to be great but it's just it's so nice that people have contacted me and said like oh you know I've helped them become more themselves or you know I inspired them through my fashion choices but now 
oh my god they're so happy i'm queer as well yeah. so that's yeah. great but um there's there's like been a few weird things that i guess i'm like learning about now that um like i've there's horrible gossip sites um online and um they just spend their life basically just talking shit about people on the internet so there's they sort of hate you but they follow you avidly and then just to bitch about you online when normal people would do it with their mates on whatsapp these people right. actually take to you know forums to talk about it anyway i've you know annoyingly read some stuff about myself which i'm and you know pissed off that i've done it to be honest but yeah that i'm like faking it it's not real um the my new girlfriend is just in it for the ride because she's um you know i'm an influencer right. this this mad stuff that you read and it's like they're literally saying they're speculating it's all lies but they're literally adamant that what they're writing is real and i'm just yeah. like R yeah. really like i mean we can touch on the the woman the the devil that I dated before my current let's, girlfriend. Let's touch but, on her. But she, but I, you know, I'm reading online. Oh, I've just seen that Danny Vanier's girlfriend dumped her and all this. I'm thinking, oh my, didn't God. know because yeah, I yeah. It's just mad. What people you love read. a conspiracy, don't they? they? I want to know these websites. I'm going to kill them all. <laughs> the thing is, I don't even want to give. No, yeah, no, 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 we're not going to advertise them. Yeah. No, 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 no. Because no. I just, it's it's really sad. I mean, I just think how like empty have you got to feel that you've got to go like watch people avidly that you hate just to then pick their lives yeah. apart. Like, yeah, it's what really sad. Waste of like people's energy and time and like what they and could the, be and doing. The, the lies that I that read time. like about myself. I'm like, oh, really? Okay. I mean, <laughs> the most recent one is that I um, make up my um, chronic illness uh, oh. because I don't take medication for it. So it can't be as bad as I make out. So I obviously am lying. So, yeah, because I wow. want to lie about being in pain every day because that's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I have no understanding of people's mentality no. that, that would do that. And but, yeah, you have to be really unhappy with yourself to actually go and take the time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You have to have no life, no job. Yeah. Or do you know what I mean? Yeah. To go and like focus on negative things like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, oh, and one more thing is the, um, the right that people, so I now talk obviously a bit more openly about my sexuality and stuff, but now obviously when there's two women involved, is become like you know fetishized yeah. and now i've got yeah. i've opened my dms to people asking me who dicks who who's Ooh. the boy oh in the relationship God. my daughter thinks that your new girlfriend's really hot i saw and that. she looks like oh, she gives good orgasms <gasps> i was like are you mad oh my god that's insane was, How, do you respond to these people what? not a lot of them not yeah. the ones like who's the boy in the like yeah I don't ask you if Gareth, your husband, enjoys pegging. Right, I mean? right, <laughs> right, right, right. I bet Gareth does. Gareth, right. oh, <laughs> Gareth is all about <laughs> pegging. We all know he loves oh, it. Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I had to respond to this woman because I had actually met her and um, it just really took me back that this woman was, and it implied that basically her lesbian daughter had slept with my girlfriend oh my by saying, God. shit, she looks like she gives good orgasms. And I was like, what? what so now i messaged my girlfriend i was like uh have you slept with her daughter like yeah um yeah just very strange had she no definitely <laughs> no. not that's so what when i, I yeah. said oh have you slept with yeah, yeah, um, my yeah. girlfriend she was like no, no no it's just if she comes back on the market oh, so that was another insult that's like, just so weird okay so the the Oof. day the day that you decided that you were going to bring your relationship to a public sphere yeah what was kind of going through your mind um, so I did no big announcement. I didn't do an Instagram post. I just met this woman. We started dating. 
at the time, I really fell for her. I mean, she, that relationship, if you can call it that, was what made me essentially come out, mm. talk, tell my parents, tell my friends. So I just started posting me and her together on, you know, Instagram, on, on Insta stories. So I didn't really announce it. Yeah. And then that was a shitstorm. And then I let things calm down a bit and then started dating again and that's when I've met my girlfriend and so that's when I've been more like this is me mm. now mm -hmm. it was like it was a test run before mm. yeah. <laughs> okay um yeah and how did you find because again we've touched on this mm -hmm. and I'm always fascinated to hear people's experiences but yeah. how did you find online dating in a world where you were now more confident with your sexuality you had more of an idea of of who you were looking for. Yeah. How was that experience for you? Um, <laughs> it was interesting. Not right. in like, I know myself and I know who or what aspects of someone's personality I find attractive. So that wasn't a problem. Like, you know, scrolling and swiping right for people. Um, although I, I'd say maybe the more, the, the, the women that I find more attractive, there was like less of, I'd guess, online. It was like more femmes and yeah, so I mm. was, but then when I met, when I sort of swiped on the girl that I dated last year, I was like, oh my God, she's so fit. That's, I was like, it started to fall into place a bit more who I really like found attractive yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was interesting. I'm so glad it's there and available for people to do like, how everybody says though you just got to be wary and there are lunatics out there what are some of the stories come on i think they just be crazy they just be crazy and that's just be crazy including the ones in this room seriously we acknowledge that just be crazy have you got some it's just a couple of crazy stories i mean it's just i've only dated like this one before last year and then it kind of was enough to put me off for life but i was like no come on like it i I have met the devil in human form, but um, she just basically, without going into it too much, just was a, a huge catfish, just lied oh, to me about so no. many things, like not just small things, like very large things, head injuries, going to different countries, what? her best friend dying, oh, like God. really big things that I had to support her and like look after her. Wow. And I obviously, you know, I grieved her dead best mate who never died. <gasps> I, I... Thought she had gone to Jamaica, or as now my girlfriend calls it, Jafaka. So, um, <laughs> oh, <gosh>. we're never <laughs> going there. Um, although it's I really, not real. although it's I really want to, yeah. Um, but yeah, just loads of stuff. And then since then, I've just found out that, like, even she's told people that it was her who got rid of me and all these different things. I just think, oh, keep doing, Word. keep doing you. That's not someone that's very well. No, <laughs> and that's the thing. She's done it before in the past. Oh. And then I found out like all the other things she's lied about. And then her, her friends that she was friends with during uh, the time that we were together, they've since contacted me and told me that actually they've fallen out with her because they've un unearthed loads of lies. Yeah. So I was like, finally, thank you. But like, she must be really, really good at project management because yeah. how do you keep <laughs> Truly. all of those you thinking of hiring yeah. them and also yeah. but seriously but like what did she do when she was in Jafeka? like well, it, where she, did she so she was meant to go for three weeks but obviously yeah. that's a long time to tell someone yeah. when you're down the road in finsbury fucking park <gasps> so so she no. was in town yeah 
So, oh, she sent me photos, everything. And then obviously she (gasps) realised she had to come home. So then she made up a lie about her best friend dying whilst also texting me off a different phone pretending to be her housemate, which never existed. So as you can see, it could literally be an episode of like, kind of like you. I was just going to say that. Yeah. I just finished season two. God, that guy annoys me. But yeah, it is just like that. so intricate. And I... Obviously, afterwards, I really struggled. Like, I felt really dumb. I felt really stupid. I felt really naive because I'm not... I I would say I'm quite observant and I don't miss much, but obviously she managed to totally manipulate me. And for a while, I was like, oh, my God, I feel so stupid. I proper fell for her. I come out to my parents because of her. And then I had to be like, you know, a month later, by the way, mum and dad, it's not, you know, Mm. I'm still a lesbian. Um, Mm. So, But just not with her. Yeah. What an introduction to the world of (laughs) a lesbian relationship. I I knew it was going to be like interesting, but I didn't. Wow. She's she's obviously ill mentally. I was was catfished once when I was quite young and it had quite a profound effect on me when I I was about 17 years old. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's not a fun thing to go through. It's just like all the lies that you... I just yeah. it just messes with your mentality, mm-hmm. you know, and trusting people. Yeah, and, and that's for me, my problem. That's yeah. what it's that the overriding problem that's happened now is that I'm, you know, getting together with my girlfriend. I was literally asking when she was telling me what her job was. I was like, "Do you? Yeah. Are you that really? Do you yeah. really live here? All these different things." And luckily, she's been amazing. She's like, "I'll do anything to try and um, what's the word it begins with a, but you're like." At at ease yeah not at like ease. any apprehensions yeah, uh, you yeah. have she, yeah she said that she'd like try and sort of quash those for me and she yeah. like has so that's good because after that i really thought how am i gonna ever trust anyone that's normal that's yeah. totally normal and yeah. it's a good thing that you went through that process yeah because if you just jumped in being like da-da-da, mm-hmm. like you know like it's it's character building as well yeah yeah, yeah. true yeah. And on the hugely plus side yeah um you have now met somebody amazing yes and i was Super, super invested. I believe it was like, was it a Christmas? Around Christmas, just after New Year's yeah. something? Yeah, just the beginning of January. And you posted a tweet mm-hmm. talking about going on an online date. Yes. Um, oh, is that date. how it all started? Yeah. And you said that you would rather eat a denim jacket <laughs> than go on this date. And the, that um, got my attention. I was like, I'm here for you. Yeah. I got this. You were so good and so supportive. And, and I was in the back of the cab because we'd been speaking for a while. I wasn't nervous about meeting her. It was just going on dates is just mm. not, I don't know, it's not that enjoyable, really. It's not really, is no, it? No. No, no. So I just, yeah, on the way there, that's when I sent that because I was like, oh, God, I just, yeah, she seems to... It's like too good to be true. Um, but obviously you're there in four minutes. Well, getting out of the cab and giving her a cuddle, I was like, fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think in that kind of first, I mean, it's got to be like the first hour maybe of like an online date. You've got to remember that the other person is in exactly the same boat as you. Yeah. That they're mm. going to be nervous. They're mm. going to yeah. be like, this is a stranger. I don't, yeah. this could be, mm. I could meet the love of my life. I might end yeah. up hating this person or we might never talk again. Or it could be some, like a million different shades mm-hmm. of grey in the middle. That's a lot. Yeah. That's mm. a lot on your shoulders it's in just, the cab. You just, because especially, we only spoke, this is the difference as well. Like with other people, I'd spent like quite a while speaking to them and that can be a bit annoying, but with my girlfriend we spoke it wasn't very long before we were going on the first date and I quite liked that because then I was like we haven't spoken about everything there's loads of topics we haven't covered but also what I liked about her is we didn't when we when we were talking online it wasn't like what do you do where do you live we were literally talking about like fishing and just very strange things and Mm. then that's the same as when we met like in the first 
10 minutes, we spoke about all the things that you're told not to speak about on a date. Ah! And that's when I knew, I was like, oh my God, she's amazing. We literally talked about politics, just all religion. The, religion. Yeah, all it. Love it. Love it. Just and, get it all out yeah. there. And she had like a drink waiting for me. and Which I loved. Yeah. Oh anyway. my God, this that's lovely. This is totally my style. I always text the person I'm meeting because mm-hmm. I'm always there 15 minutes early and yeah. I'm like, what would you like to yeah. drink? I like and loved it, it and it was just, she like asked me to text her when I was just arriving so that she could like come out and meet me outside. And oh I was like, my oh my God. God. Like, That's amazing. She like opened the door for me and then um, had like had a little pact with the waitress not to let me pay at the end of the night. And I was like, so oh. I went to pay and she'd given her a card first, charged the whole thing to her card. So I was like, what? No, come on. Like, don't be stupid. And she's like, no, you were never going to pay. This is the waitress. We had a little pact. And I was like, oh my God. Oh, oh, so, sweet. so how long ago was this now um so that was like at the beginning of january so it's not been long but amazing I'm the look when you, yeah. Know, yeah. when you know you know i think i agree yeah and it's all those like little attractive touches that mm-hmm. you just like mentioned about like yeah. how you were probably always in control when you had to like book stuff for always. work or whatever and someone going you know what i see that and yeah. i recognize that and i'm i'm gonna do that for you i know you like an april spritz I'm going to get you an yeah. Aperol spritz. I've never had that before. So I've always been it's like sexy, the... It's sexy. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. Hot. I've always been the one that's had to be in control all the time and like pick where we go and, you know, and I, for quite a lot of it, haven't had to do that. And that's just so nice because mm. I'm quite not controlling. What's the word? Like... That's in okay. Control. Yeah. Even if you are, it's yeah, fine. I'm in control. control. I know yeah. what I like, I know yeah. what I don't like. Yeah. I'm very assertive. And so it's been quite nice to sit back and be like, we, we we could go here and I'll drive us. I love yeah. that It's an as well, exercise of trust thing. as well because yeah. you're kind of trusting someone yeah. to like look after you mm-hmm. and that makes you a little bit vulnerable. Like yeah. it takes a minute to like warm up to that. And yeah. I think that's, that's lovely. I didn't realise actually how I'm all those things like assertive and quite bossy and like fiery. But as my girlfriend says, she's basically like you're a, like a big baby because I do like love <laughs> being like looked after a bit and it's quite nice when you've got to be like my job's quite like front facing and I've got to be confident and mm. talk to everyone and sometimes especially when I'm poorly I don't want to have to do that and when yeah. I'm at home it's really nice to be like looked after yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's your love language yeah, yeah. we yeah. spoke about that a few episodes yeah. which yeah. is amazing because my girlfriend's is like the one, what's it called, where you like do things and help Acts people? Of service. Yes. Yeah. And like spend quality time together. Yeah. And mine's like, obviously, I didn't really realize being like cared for and quality time. So we kind yeah. of match up quite that's nice. Really oh, nice. That's Perfect. great. That's really nice. Yeah. And you mentioned um, your parents yes. a while ago and how you came out to your parents yeah. around the time that you were in a maybe not very healthy yep. um, dating situation. Mm-hmm. How did your parents kind of take it? Because I mean, We've all had our coming out mm. stories to our families, which is different to coming out to your friends and mm-hmm. everything else. But coming out when you're in your 30s, when they, I imagine, just had an idea of, of who you yeah. might, yeah. you know, be in a relationship with. Yeah. How did how did that go? Um, amazingly. And I feel very, very lucky, very privileged to say that because obviously I know that it's not the same way for a lot of people. So, yeah, I feel very lucky. I mean, my parents are incredible and I could tell them anything and talk to them about anything so that's cool so I wasn't it was weird because I was so into the girl you know I was dating I felt so confident that like she was my person so Mm. it was like I'm going to tell you about this person um and you're just gonna have to deal with it to be honest because I you know I love them and stuff so um yeah I told my dad first we stayed up one night like outside 
having a barbecue and we just drank like a few few bottles of wine oh. and my mum was in bed and I just sort of happened to tell him and like he grabbed my hand and started crying and he's like I just Aww. want you to be happy Danielle oh. and so that was beautiful it was really nice and um yeah so then and I went like swimming with him in the morning and I opened the door and I was like I'm still a fat lesbian dad <laughs> <laughs> and he's like great fine fine <laughs> and then I told my mum like later on in the day and actually because I told her a bit more um sternly and a bit more yeah so i'm dating a, a woman mum and um think i really like her and yeah. she, she so she was a bit i thought she was gonna be very emotional but she was like okay yep no that's fine but it wasn't <laughs> we had the rest of the weekend then and then she softened and was like the tears came out i just want you to be happy that's amazing yeah. what does she do and all these things and i was like well i think she does this but <laughs> oh, no, no, no. at the time you know obviously i didn't know that she was a right. lying uh yeah. So did did your um I guess did your parents kind of uh suspect in the past that you might like women? Yeah, or? my dad has always said because obviously I didn't like bring many guys home and then the ones I did were like absolute losers. So um <laughs> my dad always sort of I don't know if he just always sort of made comments like jokingly, mm. like, you know, it's all right if you're a lesbian, you know. Uh-huh. Did he? Like and I would always be like, no, dad, it's fine. Or like, yeah, I know. If I was, I would tell you. Mm. So that's as far as that went. But I always knew he's very, he's one of those men that's far better with women and isn't like a, you know, geezer lad. So he's very in touch with his emotions. And, you know, my best friend is gay. I, he's around a lot of gay people. I just knew that they'd be mm. like amazing about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah yeah god that's so good it's literally we've, we've... like i feel like you're talking about me it's amazing it? oh, yeah yeah and it's exactly 100 percent. yeah my dad literally said to me yeah. i'm happier that you're with a woman because i i don't like men that much yeah. i prefer i get on better with women yeah. and i was like all right great i, I did it Brilliant. for you dad of yeah. course. <laughs> and it's like it's crazy as well because your dad's italian right yeah. so mm. i mean and my dad's middle eastern yeah. and my mom is like super latin mm-hmm. and like for Super both cultures, yeah. it's incredibly hard. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was it was a little bit harder, but mm-hmm. we are definitely on the on the other side, which is great. But it was a process, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And what would you kind of do? You have any like advice that you would give to anyone who's maybe because I know the experiences are different mm-hmm. if you're in your thirties and someone maybe who has a very established life as a straight person mm. and is thinking they might not be so straight like yeah. is there any kind of words of advice that you would give them um without sort of reeling off a load of cliches it's just like we could all end up being killed off by a virus tomorrow or hit by a bus or hashtag coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so um it's just you've kind of got to sit and have a long hard think with yourself and um no one else can do it for you and so you've just got to really truly I think it's the biggest kind of act of self-love that you could do because it's like owning yourself and owning your you know sexuality and when you do get to the other side it's beautiful and now like I feel freer essentially so if you can and you feel it's a safe environment that you can talk to someone about it and just hopefully with the way things are going nowadays it is slightly easier to you know be gay in the in this world I mean obviously Mm. it's not in a lot of cases but um yeah it's I don't know there's there's, yeah 
That's yeah, live your words. best life. I'm curious, yeah. like, has has coming out um, affected any of the work that you're doing now? Not really, no. I'm very aware that I might now, obviously, with things like disability, um, your size, race, all these things that a lot of brands can kind of use you as a token mm. person mm. i guess mm. now they could tick off another the queer, box. Yeah. queer tick and the, the plus size tick but i've actually been really quite clear with my management and said i if i can like help a few people now i i, I didn't start thinking this way mm. but now i'm like well i'm if i'm out and i talk about everything else i'm happy to talk about this so if and if it can shine light especially on sort of sectors sectors that are not as yeah you know what's the word like it's not as cool to be like that yeah yeah um then i can try and help but i'm not going to start wading into a um a community that i'm very new to sure. and i'm very aware that i don't want to speak over people that have been trying to fight this fight for ages totally so i need to be very cautious about like wading in as a you know a, a queer white female and being like listen to me everyone it's yeah. not right. i can't right. i don't want to do that because so. you are privileged yeah. in some ways yeah. you know and i Very. guess but i think it's a great thing that you recognize you have a platform mm -hmm. and this is what you're going through in your life and yeah. just by default yeah other people watching you and viewing you will empower them mm -hmm. in ways that you'll probably never know mm -hmm. except for those probably Five percent of people who are actually reaching out to you saying thank you, yeah, or this has really helped me mm. to see that you're going through this as well, you know, yeah, um, and I think that makes it worth it mm -hmm. for sure. Agreed. How have you found the LGBTQ community and especially the lesbian community? How mm -hmm. how have you found it? Have they kind of welcomed you? Yeah, or? like from the obviously I've got like people, friends, long long standing friends in the community, so that's you know that's been great, and they've been there to be able to be like say you know, help me with things and stuff. But um, I met actually through the the girl I was dating last year. I met, you know, a really good friend called Shah Bailey and she's like, we get on very well and she's been there to sort of meet for me to turn to and like ask for advice, I guess. But it's quite weird. I haven't felt like I've needed to because I'm just trying to like do me and... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just, so, just do you and, and kind of... Sort of weasel my way through and hope for the best find, find yeah. yeah you just live yeah. in your relationship yeah. and this is your life yeah. and i think the fact that you have a platform is obviously on top of it mm -hmm. all but like you said you're not lying to anyone so this is just your life yeah <laughs> and also like i have to say i feel like coming out in when you're a little bit older mm -hmm. i think there's less minefields that you have to go through for a couple of reasons i think the first is you're probably more comfortable in who you are yeah you're more established in your career and you're more established in your friends. Mm -hmm. And once mm -hmm. you have like those, I think those things in place, it's not like you're scared that people aren't going to like you anymore no. or that you think your family is going to shun away from you. Well, actually, in some instances, yeah. yes, family is still a, a big problem. But I think at a certain point, I think 30s is like the best time to start um, taking people out of your life mm -hmm. that don't kind of spark joy. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, true. Um, it's true. Yeah. It's always like now if I, I try to think about how I feel when I come away from spending time with someone and if I feel anxious or like I've been like performing or I feel like I'm not adequate enough for them or haven't made them laugh enough or they don't support me enough, yeah. or, you know, 
or I don't feel like I want to support them, which mm. sounds bad. But I just now, I just think I haven't got time. I, yeah. You can barely keep up with like being a human adult, doing a job, right. keeping looking after your friends, family. Yeah. It's a lot to Definitely. Yeah. And I'm just kind of curious, just shifting gears a little bit. Mm. Like if, if you were to give advice to anybody who is interested in kind of pursuing a similar type of um, career as, as you, yeah. um, how would you kind of, what, what would be your advice? Um, I think everyone and their mum wants to be a blogger or an influencer now. So it's very saturate, saturated, but it doesn't mean that you can't do it. I just think that you really need to find your niche, how you're going to stand out from the crowd. Mm. Because everyone can put a dress on, take a selfie and be like, I love this dress. And they mm. do. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. and with Instagram now, like it's very hard to gain new followers because of the, the algorithm. It's all, you know, when I first started, you'd go up by followers by like thousands a week. Mm. And now that's just not the case. So you really need to be able to distinguish yourself from others and then just create, be authentic and create um, content that is also going to be shareable. So by brands that it's in line with what is on their mm. grid and mm. it's going to catch their eye and be like, well, that's an image that we could share. Mm. So I guess that's my advice. Mm. That just realise what you're good at and yourself into it and do you feel like you enjoy it mm. yeah I love it because like I said at the beginning I you know I'm poorly a lot of the time and getting up every day and go to a you know a normal job mm. I wouldn't be able to do that and quite a lot of the time I'm able to sit at home which again I'm very privileged to be able to do that because lots of people contact me and they have the same condition as me but they're nurses they're you know all these really intense amazing jobs and obviously they do, they're not afforded the same privilege that right. I am I can sit at home in my onesie and look like trash but <laughs> and still write about being glamorous so yeah. I feel very lucky that I can do that but it does it it's hard because I miss a lot of things I last year especially I when I got very I'd say I, I, no I was depressed I was I had to go to the doctor about it I was feeling like I was comparing myself to others too much when you're ill and you're in your head, you're sort of okay, but your mm. body lets you down. You're looking at everyone and being like, I wish I could do what they're doing. And I let that eat me up a bit and think, oh, I'm, I'm crap. I'm not doing very well. Everyone's doing better jobs than me. But really, I've just got to try and separate that myself from that and realise that I'm doing okay. And yeah, yeah. so I've, I feel a lot happier now that I've kind of realised I, I do a great job. I do what I can for someone who's like really sick all the time. Yeah. So, I think that mm -hmm. it's admirable that you have built the following that you mm. have, that you No, it's amazing. And it's also the like and you're you are an influencer and, and what you kind of promote is amazing. And I think that that's hard work, by the way. Yeah. So yeah. you sit here saying that everybody has jobs that they're working hard at, mm. but your job is a is a job yeah. that, you know, and you're actually making an impact more than, you know somebody who might be sitting at a desk working and nine to five i'm looking at us that. by the way it's, it's funny actually because <laughs> yeah. my like, girlfriend is so she hasn't got a clue about my industry um she didn't even really do like insta stories before she met me and things like that she didn't even know how to do it and it's funny actually now each time i have a job and like numerous things go wrong the contracts are like 50 pages long and people just think i get sent free shit I put it on and you do it. But you know what it's like? It's so intricate with brands and 
rules and all, mm, you know right. everything that they have to do you have to do timelines approval of content it's i mean i'm going through a few things at the moment with various brands and you just think oh how can it be so yeah. how can it be so tricky yeah. yeah do they ever help you who any of the brands like if they say we need you to promote this content mm-hmm. like do they ever kind of give you resources to to do that yeah obviously so depending on the brief you'll be um you're given an outline of you know content creation and mm. when you should go live and luckily i've got management so they are very helpful in sort of spoon feeding me the info that i need mm. dissecting all the crap like the sort of contract stuff and the more heavy stuff and payment things and stuff i don't like talking about yeah. um Whereas they can go in a lot harder. I can do what I'm good at, which is showing up at the event or doing the photos or whatever. So, um, yeah, the, a lot of brands I've worked with are quite established. And then so they're aware of how you work with influencers. But then there's the newer ones that are just sort of like, ah, I don't know what to do. And they're tricky. But, yeah, it's kind of good to get in with those ones as well, because then if you can create a, um, you know, a good relationship with them, mm. then you'll be there hopefully along for their ride as well so yeah mm. yeah and i obviously told our mutual friend katie that uh you were kind enough to come <laughs> hi katie um, i love you be here <laughs> <laughs> i guess on sax tonight and she replied with one sentence saying make sure you ask her about boarding school <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean boarding school was mad and um i just she always said to me actually she's like i knew it wasn't just um like a boarding school little like crushes and things but I didn't like get with any girls at school it wasn't until I left my um sort of well towards the end of my like schooling that I sort of delved into that world but it was all very alcohol fueled and so the rumors about boarding school basically <laughs> confusing was yeah, it confusing? Like, what's the backstory I mean... with boarding school <laughs> <laughs> It was and it was more out like so at boarding school I was in in Bournemouth so I actually never did anything with anyone at school it okay. was like outside of, when we used to go out, out in Bournemouth mm-hmm. um, that's when I first fannied around and yeah so it's basically the rumors about girls I knew it it was mixed it was mixed, it was mixed. as in mixed uh, boys yeah, right. and girls yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. like kissing school. or like yeah more but <laughs> at school yes and then. Outside of school and like holidays when I was out, out, yeah, then it was more okay. Uh, got it. Yeah, um, going good back- for you, you go get it. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was threatened by my parents to go to boarding school for years. And I was like, like, I'm not please. going to boarding school now. I look back and I'm like, Shit. <laughs> <laughs> also, because I went to a boarding school, but I was a day student, and oh, in America, yeah. it's, it is a little bit different, yeah. But they thought they were sending me to like a finishing school, mm-hmm. and they did not know it was like not necessarily breeding grounds for just like. Mm-hmm. really masculine women who just like don't like just burp and fart and yeah. all these things but like you know they got a lesbian out of it too yeah. but that's not the reason why i'm gay just saying but a lot of girls came out of my school yeah. who were gay weirdly yeah, yeah. i well, don't think yeah. many have um i mean if there's anyone out there get in touch not <laughs> <laughs> to do anything with um but i'd just be interesting to know actually but a few a few people that i was like matey with that have followed me online um have like messaged me nice things so that's quite cute that's really nice mm. that's nice yeah how was it um to start going out with someone mm-hmm. who just had no idea about your industry yeah it's interesting it's really funny because like she 
has a career I have absolutely no understanding about, but I'm fascinated with it. And so when she comes home from work, I like love listening to what she does. Some I, I don't get to speak to her. She has to give her phone away during like her working hours. So sometimes I like want to tell her something or I'm quite worried about if something goes wrong and I want to get in contact with her and stuff. But um, she's like outlined what is an emergency and what I can't just ring up and go, <laughs> so. Um... <laughs> Boundaries. So like, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really sort of a learning curve for her telling. She's had to take um, her first photos of me actually on a job the other day. We went on um, like a cruise ship for the first time. And um, she had to take, like, her, my content for me. But she's, like, so willing to, so that's fine. I was like, give it half a year and you'll be, like, cussing me. But, um, no. It's, no, she sounds like a keeper. It's honestly, she's, like, yeah. amazing. Hmm. Um, can I ask you a question about Please. your eyebrows? Yeah. Is it microblading? <laughs> no, it's oh. it's all mine. Luckily, my mum stopped me from overplacking. But then it's just... Um, uh, like wax, like sleek makeup wax, and then I just like um, brush them up with Boy Brow by Glossier. Oh, that's the one. So it's, a, it's, a, it's a, an eyebrow wax. Yeah, it's like you know you get the powder that's like brunette yeah. or blonde or yeah. you know whatever. I've got the like dark brunette one, so I just run it through and then like on the bottom and then because I'm really annoyed I did overpluck in the middle, so they're like not ones like further away. We've from, all done that at some point. Yeah. That's what I've but done, yeah, yeah, and then I brush them up all. F- more fluffy with the like eyebrow gel interesting mm-hmm. you have great eyebrows thanks mm-hmm. i Do use you? eyebrow yeah. mascara i don't yeah I, but that's I, the thing so the boy brow is basically yeah. eyebrow mascara, mascara. boy yeah. brow is great it's the yeah. one i've got but what does well. the wax do does that kind of like it keep just, them in place so i use it with an angled brush and i basically draw on like the sort uh, of more okay yeah ones that look like hairs yeah and then like underneath yeah and then i use the mascara eventually to fluff them up I, don't I think I've one... ever felt more butch in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I do have oh, one more question. Blah, blah, blah. So Quite you good. have amazing skin. Thank so for you. all you people out there who oh. follow her, it's actually real. So like, <laughs> you're. So what do you do for your skin? It's, it's I guess hereditary. My, like my mum and my gran had incredible skin. Mm-hmm. My mum's like sixty three and she's hasn't got many wrinkles. She's got very very good skin. So jeans. Yeah. Jeans, um, I'd like to say lots of water, but that would be a massive lie. Okay. <laughs> um, I always try to, and then I just realise by like nine o'clock at night, I'm like... <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess my mum has always had a full face of makeup as long as I've ever known her. Mm. Um, and I got into makeup quite young, sort of like 15, 16, I was doing like a full face. Mm. So the sun has really never touched it. Okay. Because it's been, I've troweled on back in the day, it was like Mac Studio Fix, you know, like a, mm-hmm. you know, an inch thick. So I guess sun damage hasn't really occurred. Mm. And then, yeah. yeah, just knowing the type of skin type you have. And then um, I think it's important to work with skincare more than the makeup you use because mm. that's the foundation and mm. then you yeah. trowel on the rest so okay and that lovely metallic eyeshadow where is it from um tonight <laughs> i'm wearing um urban decay's naked heat palette so it's like all red mm. and all warm tones and lovely. i do the same thing every day and everyone always asks me to do makeup tutorials but i'm like i use my finger my brushes are dirty um I look insane when I'm doing it, but and I do the same thing every day. But 
if you want to see it. But maybe I'm... that's fun. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's like a bit different. Could we get that as a Slack's Instagram exclusive? Actually? <laughs> <laughs> I, should, I, I did film me doing my makeup the other day. It's just I haven't edited it. So I just need to do it. It's just because I'm too... You see all the professionals doing it and they're holding up the brushes and showing yeah. everybody. And I'm yeah. like, mine mine look feral. And <laughs> I, I put my makeup on the same way every day. But it so. looks like pretty perfect, like oh, every single time. It is. So it well is done, amazing. fingers. Thank you. And Danny, how would our listeners find you on the internet? On the internet, I'm widely accessible. Um, <laughs> on Instagram, it's at Danielle Vanier. Um, on Twitter, it's at Vanier Danielle. Um, and that's really where I'm based. Amazing. Mostly. And we'll tag you in our Instagram and Instagram stories, etc. as well. Nice. Danny, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much Thank for you. coming Thank to you. join us Thank tonight. You me. We really appreciate it. Um, and best of luck. And we're excited to follow your journey. Your journey. Yeah. 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 Sure. yeah. And Amazing. any questions you have, you can obviously. Oh, we're always here. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We, we can be your resource for mm-hmm. sure. Totally. <laughs> Brilliant. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. Cool. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.